Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Talk Podcast with your host, Coach T. This is episode 52. And episode 52, we are talking about happiness. So achieving more happiness in your life is something that so many people strive for, but oftentimes fail. And the truth is, far too many people are complicating what happiness is and trying to accomplish that because they're looking at the wrong places for happiness. So if you are looking at the outside world and going, man, people seem so happy. How do they get that? How do they achieve that? First of all, I want to say that it's often over glorified and society is not a good reference point to look at happiness because oftentimes it is flawed. So if this is something that is piquing your curiosity, stay tuned because we are going to dive in specifically today to look at the most common 10 things that people who define themselves as truly happy as what they practice on a consistent basis. I'll be right back. All right, so before I get started to talking to you guys about the most common things that people do who define themselves as happy and what that consistent practice looks like, I want you guys to ask yourself this question. If I were to ask you to write down on a piece of paper right now on a scale of zero to 10, zero being not at all and 10 being I am shitting unicorns of happiness, where do you rate yourself when it comes to your happiness? And the reason I do that is because I want you to compare yourself with yourself and not the people sitting next to you in the room as you listen to this podcast or not the people that you scroll through social media or the people that you sit at dinners with. I want you to compare your happiness with your happiness. So whether that number is a three, a four, a seven or a nine, you have a reference point of where you are right now. The next thing I want you guys to do is write down what number are you trying to achieve for? And the reason I'm asking you to do that is because if you're striving for 10 on 10, there's no problem with that. But if you're at a four right now and you're trying to get to a 10, you know that it's not going to be an overnight success. It's not even going to be an overnight success if you're someone who has to bridge a smaller gap between nine or 10. But the closer you are to the marker that you're trying to get to, the easier of a time you're going to have. And the reason you're going to have an easier time with that is because you must be doing some of the habits already, right? So number one number on your sheet of paper should say, where am I currently right now when it comes to my happiness? And the second number should be, what is the number that I'm trying to accomplish? You take the second one and you subtract it from the first one and that is the gap you are trying to bridge. Trust me, I ain't good at math, but it's pretty straightforward. Your end goal from your previous goal and that number is the number you need to focus on when it comes to bridging the gap. Enough mathematics for this podcast. Let us jump into the things that people are doing. Now, I do want to flex that it is something that people are doing consistently. Being happy and generating that full-time happiness requires it to be a full-time job. If you want to excel in your fitness, you need to show up to it as a full-time job. If you're trying to grow your business from zero to something, you need to commit to it to a, as a full-time job. That applies to relationships you're cultivating, weaknesses that you're working on. That rule applies to anything. And on top of that, it does require for you to be consistent. So it doesn't mean that you're doing this for hours and hours a day, 
but it does mean that every single day you are making it a non-negotiable to inject these practices into your day-to-day life in order to bridge that gap of your current happiness level to the level of happiness you are trying to accomplish. Notice it's a full-time job. It's not a crash diet. It's not something you're going to do for 10 days and quit. It's something that is important for you, hence why you've been listening to me this long, and that you're going to slowly start injecting. So let's start. Number one. Number one is a very clear vision for your life and your purpose in life. Now, if you listen to me and go, well, I don't really have a clear vision of my life and I don't really feel like I have a purpose here, then that is a great moment for you to consider to go, I don't practice that. So put an X next to that one and put a check mark next to it if you do have a clear vision for your life and you feel like you actually know what your purpose is purpose is here as you are in life. All the ones that you have access to only simply point out the fact that you're not flexing them, whether it's a lack of knowledge, whether it's a lack of accountability, whether it's a lack of willingness or procrastination, we can get to that if you book a call with me. We have a great opportunity that I offer every single week for you to book a free discovery call. It's 30 minutes, it's free, and you can have the opportunity to gain that clarity, to gain that direction, perhaps on maybe some of the ones you put X's on. All right, back to the topic. Number two, create healthy boundaries and sticking to them no matter what. I think the first part is quite obvious. Um, If you don't know what boundaries are, happy to have a conversation to you about that. But if you know what healthy boundaries are, And you're going to probably go, the hard part is the part two, which is sticking to them no matter what. Oftentimes we'll say, hey, these are the boundaries I need in my life, but pulling through with them is the harder part. Again, X or check, depending on if you're practicing it or not. The third one is expressing and practicing gratitude every single day. Again, it is a consistency of doing it every single day. It is not a matter of fact that your list has a hundred things on Monday or one thing on Tuesday. It doesn't matter if you're grateful for your mom or dad or if you're grateful for the sip of coffee when you wake up in the morning. It's simply the practice of doing it and getting your brain wired in that approach. Number four, positive outlook, especially when things are going wrong. It's easy to have a positive outlook when things are going fine in your life. But when there are speed bumps, mountains, hurdles, obstacles, however you want to label it, it is hard to have a positive approach. And I'm going to just, you know, say that positivity doesn't mean that you need to turn every negative thing into a positive light, but it does mean that you bring a positive outlook and a positive mind frame throughout the moments when things are not going as planned. Very different than just flipping everything from a negative to a positive. Number five, help others in regards to expectations of yourself and of them and managing that alongside with them. That could be your children, that could be your coworkers, that could be your employees, that could be your significant other. Getting clear on expectations that you have on people allow you to show up in that regard. And it also allows people to show up in your life based on the expectations that you have on them. And you keep each other accountable. Again, we're putting X's at the things we're not doing and check marks at the things we are. Move your body 
and eat healthy is number six. And you'll say that's quite vague and the reason it is vague is because moving your body looks different to everyone. For some that's CrossFit, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, yours truly. For others it's getting in the pool and going swimming. For other people it's hopping on a Peloton bike, going to a yoga practice, whatever that means to you, moving your body is one of them. Eating healthy is also vague and there's a reason for that. Whether you're vegan, whether you're vegetarian, whether you practice eating a high fat ketogenic diet, it doesn't matter. What matters is what do you define as healthy and what are you doing consistently when it comes to moving your body and if that means walking outside and eating healthy and that means being vegetarian, then be it. Number seven, take personal responsibility for your actions. I don't think anything more or less needs to be said for that. I think it's quite obvious. Now, whether you do it or you don't is a different story. Number eight, do not take anything personally. And I mean anything, whether it's your best friend, your mother-in-law, the way your dog looked at you. I'm just kidding. Your neighbor, your coworkers, or your boss. When you are in a practice of not being a sponge and absorbing everything that people are saying, you practice stepping into not taking things personally. Very hard thing to do. The people who you see who are walking around and living their lives not taking anything personally have probably done a lot of fucking work in order to get there. The other thing is, From the outside, it may look like they don't take things personally. From the inside, they may be like a Coke can that was just shaken up and they're just bubbling inside. Again, you have no idea. Therefore, don't compare yourself to the outside. Ask yourself, are you someone who who takes things personally? Yes or no? Number nine, let go often, even if it means that you have to let go and catch yourself of letting go of thoughts, feelings, people, emotions, attachments within the same day. You don't have to be in the practice of doing it every day, but if you find that you're going through a season of your life where you're really sticking to things and you just have to let them go, letting go on a daily basis is totally acceptable and totally supports one of the top 10 common things that people do when it defines when they define themselves as happy. The last one is remove delete, block, cut out anything or anyone that doesn't make you happy. That may come across bold, direct, harsh, but you guys signed up for the Coach T No Bullshit Podcast. So I don't really love sugarcoating things for you guys. I much rather flex an approach of being direct and empathetic. Direct in the sense of telling you that if you don't remove, delete, block, cut out anything or anyone that is not making you happy, you are not putting the odds in your favor to be able to cultivate happiness. Again, that doesn't mean you start canceling everyone out of your life and start canceling everything out of your life, but it does mean perhaps you take a little bit of inventory and you look through the people, the interactions, the environments. Which one would you put in the bucket of It is generating happiness. It makes me feel really good. And which ones would you put in the bucket of, they really don't make me feel good. And I really don't feel comfortable there. And I really have a hard time when I'm in that moment. Okay. 
So there you have it. That is your top 10 list. If you have a lot of check marks, great. If you have a lot of X's, even better. That just means there is work to be done. And I'm all about doing the work in order for you guys to get from where you are to where you're going. As you know, nothing is super shocking from that list. If you were expecting like a magical list that had like a secret sauce, as always, I say it, there's nothing secret or saucy or exciting. It's oftentimes the basics that we know about, but we lack the follow through. We lack the action of doing it. Yet, why are people so resistant to starting, to incorporating those things in their life? If you know there's a chance that it's going to increase your happiness, why are you not doing it? I want to remind you that the goal is not to be flexing all 10 of them as a full-time job the minute this podcast ends. So don't panic. Don't freak out. Don't go into a black or white mindset. Go back to the number. Does it say four and you want it to be seven? Does it say seven and you want it to be eight? Look back at that. And again, depending on how many you're currently incorporating in your life, and the one you want to aim to, you have to be realistic with yourself. I would also say that at a minimum, you should choose to work on one, two, and at a maximum three. Why three? Because it's going to be very hard to consistently do more than three. So I rather you pick one or two and a max of three to consistently do on a regular basis, achieve them, check them off, and then add new ones Versus saying, I'm going to aim to do all 10 and then you fail and then you get disappointed and then you've just led yourself down the rabbit hole of, I can't do this and this doesn't help anyone and you know where that story goes. So the question I have for you now is, which ones are you choosing to turn into non-negotiables in order for you to go from your current level of happiness to your next level of happiness? I love to end with a quote and the quote this week is, greater happiness more happiness is your job. People cannot make you happy. They can make you a cup of coffee. They can make you lunch. They can buy you a gift, but they cannot give you happiness. Do not put that responsibility in other people's hands, no matter how close you are to them. People will never make you happy. You need to own that as your full-time job. I don't know about you, but right now I am standing in my office and I'm feeling really happy and I'm also feeling a sense of gratitude for this episode. I think it's a great reminder for myself who prides herself in living a life where success is defined by happiness. So that basically means that on my to-do list, it says be happy and on my goals list, it says be happy and on my grave, I would love it to say, I would love it to simply say that she lived a life where she was happy. Not how much money I earned, not the size of home I lived in, not the clothes I wore, not the car I drove, not the vacations I took. I wanted to say how happy I was and the amount of people that I was able to impact in a positive way. And for you, I want you to know and I want you to consider What does it mean for you to have a happier life? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Why are you even chasing a happier life? Are you doing it for you? Are you doing it for your kids, for your significant other? There's no right or wrong reason, but I want you to think about it. If you don't know why you're going to consistently work on something every single day, 
you're going to lose the motivation. You're going to lose the knack and the habit of doing it. Once you know truly deeply what that why is, it is so much more empowering and so much easier for you to wake up on those days where you don't want to do the work and you do the work because you know your bigger goal is to increase your happiness in your life. And there you have it. Another episode of the Real Talk Podcast with yours truly. Thank you so much again for dropping in. I also want to just express a ton of gratitude for you guys who are constantly also texting and DMing and sharing on the socials that you have this podcast and getting it to as many people's ears as possible. Um, I really, really appreciate that so much. And I can't thank you enough for doing that. I wish you guys a fantastic week. As always, if you have episodes or topics you want to hear about if you have feedback for me of things you like and even things you don't like things you'd like to see or hear um i'm here i'm not a stranger and i will get to you as long as you send me some type of message whether that be through email or through um the socials i am there for you i'm wishing you guys a fantastic week and i will see you guys here same place next wednesday